We're reading dirty books. Like something like that, where That's it's like, really if I didn't good. have this, it would be really hard for me to connect personally with my partner. I thought you meant like census. <laughs> we should also like, yeah, let's do like, about, guys, you guys, the census. It's very important that you fill out. I think we talked about it last year. <laughs> we did because both of us are like look the census bitches it it matters okay (laughs) (laughs) i'm like yeah let's talk about this it it will be done and over with by the time this comes out but nah not this one not this one is it that close yeah this one will come out pretty close to the end of it okay march or april oh the end of april this one will be the end of april so maybe the end of the census (laughs) hope you guys did it we'll do our thing and it'll flow we will we will do our thing. <laughs> Ready? Yep. You start. You s- I'll start. Yeah, that's right. You start. <laughs> Hi. Hello. <laughs> Hi. Sorry. I don't know where that came from. Okay. Hi. Uh, <laughs> shit. Why am I forgetting? <laughs> because it's really hard to start our podcast. No. This is usually you. You're I know I'm the one that can't start it, so that's why I'm enjoying this. Moment. I forget. I forget the book we read. You forget how to intro us. I don't know how. Okay, <laughs> so hard. Hi, this is Sa- no fuck, Kalina. <laughs> <laughs> what is Say whatever you want. It's fine. <laughs> no, this is bad. Do I have to write it down? No. Hello, and welcome to Sh- We're Reading Dirty Books. This is Selah. And this is Kalina. Got it. Yay. Dude, what the hell? Intro success. I don't even know why that's Guys, so it's difficult. hard to start a podcast every week. It is. <laughs> every week. Every time. Every recording. You yep. think you'd get better at it. You don't. You don't. It just, it's, it's awkward. It's a thing. Because normally happens. you can just start talking, but when you're like, okay, now I'm starting talking to other people who aren't physically right. here who are going to listen to this in the future. And it's like, I don't know how to do that. Well, it interrupts the natural flow of conversation. It does. So it's, it's like, hold like, on. Let hold me introduce on. myself. I have to talk about me first. What is this? What's happening? I don't know. What's okay? <laughs> it's a podcast <laughs> where we read and discuss. Paranormal romance novels. Yep, that's it. Welcome. Mm, I'm so glad you guys have returned. <laughs> Joining us. Yeah. Anything interesting we have to talk about before we get started? So I started my third class. Oh, yeah, yeah. At, How's uh, that going? Good. I'm doing really good. Or at least I think I am. Hey. I think a 4.0 is pretty good. Uh, um. <laughs> no. Out of what? <laughs> infinity um it's a social media class and it's pretty cool i introduced myself and said that my girlfriend and i host a podcast and i didn't say at first what it is so then my professor was like what is your podcast about but then he was like "Uh, i should have said you obviously don't have to answer that question if you don't want to you didn't put it in your introduction so you obviously didn't want to say what it was but i said it i said we're a book review i have no problems with this that's not a secret podcast no it's not i didn't say we were parents normal that's fine but i did say we review romance Mm -hmm. novels and people scoff at it all the time and we don't care and then he was just like you do you girl he's like people scoff at everything so are you going to become our social media guru and no you're so much better at it yeah yeah (laughs) i'll keep editing and finding one-liners but you're learning yeah i'm actually doing this is going to be good for work oh okay well that's good then it serves a purpose i I guess above (laughs) and beyond my selfish need and they're helping me pay for classes yeah yeah yeah. but of course i'm gonna 
you know, enlighten you for things that I am going to, yeah. to learn, learn about like things I need to know, tricks yes, or something. Absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah. But I delete posts. I'm a post deleter. Oh, did you see what I did this week? No, what did you do? I said coming out next is episode five. <laughs> <laughs> and it was not five. It was fifty one. And it went up for two whole days like that. No. And I was like, oh. That's so funny. That's not true. I didn't see, see that. I'm just as good. I didn't even realize it. Well, because it won't let me tag anymore. No. No, Facebook wouldn't let me do it on the computer or on the on my phone. Nope. No. No, it wasn't. It's, have you? I, I've noticed that. I thought you were no. getting lazy. No, I fucking can't do it. Fuck you, Fuck Facebook. Facebook. What the hell? It will not let me tag you or myself in our posts on our page. I hate that. I, I cannot express it the frustration. It just be a phone thing, which was I know, because I would up. do it all on my phone, and then I'd get to a computer and up- edit the post, which just feels annoying. Dude, <laughs> I just learned the top 10 fucking social media platforms in the whole entire world. And of course, Facebook is number one. Sure, sure. The other ones are all like Chinese. But mm-hmm. how how are they so popular when they can't even get no. these little Because they got us all early, things. and they stole all of our data, and you can't get it out. You can't get any of that shit down. You can leave them, but no. it stays there. Yeah. It's not like it goes away. So you might as well just stay invested with it. Because what else are you going to do? Just let them have your shit? Oh, my God. <laughs> like, I can't believe that they put something as simple as tagging somebody. Or even the fucking administrators of the goddamn page. <laughs> like, I'm not trying to tag some random fucking people. I'm trying to tag myself, the person writing the fucking post. Yeah, you are an admin, you. aren't you? Yes, yeah. we're all admins. It's just... That's so ridiculous anyway that's a side note fuck you facebook (laughs) also you're breaking our democracy (laughs) (laughs) that's our other podcast that should never be a podcast that's just me yelling into the void but so good i'm glad you're taking a good test you are your class you've mentioned our podcast yep well i didn't say the name but i did say yeah cool yeah all right so Quickie, if you could be any deity, what would you be? In any pantheon of any current or past religious system. Oh, can I make up my own? No. Oh. You have to pick one we know. (laughs) (laughs) I want to make up my own. No. First start a religion and then come back to me and you can tell me that you're that deity. (laughs) (laughs) Then I will allow it. But for now, no. I don't know. Honestly, I really don't know as much about them as I mean I don't even have an end of that sentence I just don't know much about them oh okay about you know I only know what I've learned from Hercules the cartoon okay we'll go with that Disney's never wrong they wouldn't lead you astray (laughs) (laughs) pick one of those shit they're all terrible aren't they aren't they like they're the worst well yeah gods definitely are the worst (laughs) especially back in the the pantheon days they have to be a deity? Well, no, pick, okay, guess not. Pick something and I'll tell you whether I accept it. <laughs> I want to be Pegasus. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's not a deity. <laughs> but he's a flying horse and I want to fly. He is a flying horse. But most gods can fly, dude. Oh, see, I just don't know. I don't know dick about them. Or they can just like do what they want. Right. They all do anything mm-hmm. they want to do. Pretty close. Uh I don't know. I can't answer that because I don't know enough about well, no, them. No, I feel bad. That's not a no, good quickie. I don't have okay. another one. That was the one I had. If you had... It, went, it goes with the book. You know me. Yeah. Pick one for me. Ooh. Who do you think I would be? You know more than I do. Hmm. And then choose one for yourself. <laughs> which is the one that flies. 
Oh, you just said all of them. Pretty much. I mean, <laughs> essentially. Which is the one that can cook without a recipe book? <laughs> uh, probably like. like series or. Okay. Uh, I'll be her or him. Yeah. She like or Demeter. Those are, I think, <laughs> similar or those. one of those might be Greek and the other one Roman. I'm not very good on this. They get crossed a lot. But uh, they're like the goddess of the harvest and the food and the abundance and stuff like that. Okay. Um. So maybe I don't know. I don't think you really would be that, but <laughs> I'll be but that's a- what you would want to be. Sure. Okay. Aspire to be maybe. Yeah. No, I think that sounds great. Let's that's do a this. good. That's a good. <laughs> <laughs> I like the trickster gods. They're pretty cool. Like Loki would be Loki or Anansi. Okay. Um, Loki's the only one I know. Yeah. Is Thor one of them? I want to be Thor. Thor is a god. You could have been I Thor. I will be Thor. That's the North Pantheon. Yes. I want to yeah, be. There you go. I want to be Thor. I want to be Thor. That's who I choose. Okay. You choose to be Thor. He is also one of the only ones I know. Thor's pretty cool. Awesome. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. They don't have to be Roman or Greek. It's just okay. most people, know, like those ones people know. But yeah. I'd probably be one of the trickster ones. Not because I actually be am. I'll be Loki and you'll be Thor. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah, let's do that. That's cool. I named all my finches that I had as a kid Loki because I really liked, I liked a trickster. I had a doll named Anansi and nice <laughs> birds named Loki. Nice. I do like Loki. I like that name. Mm-hmm. Loki's a great character. name. Yeah. yeah. So there cool. we'll be, yeah, that would, that fits. Awesome. All right. Done. Okay. That so- was our quick. <laughs> now we get on to the book. Now we're going to talk Welcome about. Welcome to a podcast about books now. <laughs> Starting now. So we read Soul in Darkness by Wendy Higgins, mm-hmm. narrated by Bridie Lawrence. Mm-hmm. I believe that was yep. her name. That's how she said it. Bridie. And Clits Notes Away. So this is the story. The reason I had the quickie about gods was this is the old Roman uh, myth of Cupid and Psyche retold. Well, not even really retold. <laughs> Pretty much it's the, as it's, it's the story. It's the story. It is. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's updated with like sex. Sex. Well, there's no. Trust me, there is sex but in the old Roman myths. Re- was it explained in this way though, or was it more? Uh, no. I mean, obviously, uh, they modern don't talk, modern yeah. modern discussions <laughs> about it, but also, um, in the old myths, they're much more like rapey. Oh yeah. <laughs> there's a lot less consent oh. back in the day. Yeah. So she like got married off. Psyche gets married off, and she just gets like taken into a dark room, and then a guy has they say has sex with her, but it's really, it's basically rape. Uh, yeah. No, that's what that is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then she eventually learns to like love him, and whatever. It's the same story. Yeah. What we just read is just, this one is updated a bit with a little bit modern sensibilities. It still takes place in the Roman yes. uh, times, the ancient Roman times. You know, it's definitely a world of the gods and there's no t- cell phones or shit like that. These are <laughs> these are the characters. They It's Cupid, it's Psyche, it's Venus, Jupiter shows up. So yeah, okay. uh, that's the story. So if you know it, yay. <laughs> if you don't, let me tell you about it. Or you could read this book. <laughs> that would tell you, too. A couple, uh, you know, rich king and queen have fertility problems. They pray to Venus uh, for help and eventually have three daughters. The third daughter's too beautiful and nobody can, you know, take their eyes off her. And they eventually forget their worship of Venus in preference for this beautiful girl. As she grows up and becomes a young woman, it just gets worse. People start making offerings to her. So in order to curse the land... 
Venus asks her son Cupid to go down and put this young girl, make her fall in love with something ugly so that she doesn't, I don't know, have any of the benefits of her beauty that (laughs) she thinks is so great. So, of course, Cupid falls in love with her instead. And they work some like deal behind the scenes where he's supposed to help bring her down, but he can't do it. So he just basically keeps her from getting married <laughs> until finally they go. Psyche realizes that her parents and the, and the people and her, you know, have been neglecting their worship of Venus and that this could be part of the problem with why she is not finding a suitor because she's looking for a husband. And so when they go to the gods, they're told by a seer, well, yeah, you screwed up. So now she has to go marry a demon. And uh, you're going to go up to the top of this mountain and be whisked away to marry a demon. And that's your lot in life now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So she does this. She winds up in this palace. She can't see her husband. He is invisible. But he basically is like, it's okay. We're, you know, I can't tell you anything. We're cool. I can't say things. That would help you understand the situation. (laughs) You can't see me and you can't touch me, but this is going to be okay. We'll be all right. And so most of the book is this time period, which kind of can get a little dragged out. Anyway, she falls in love with him over time. And due to some interference by Venus through her sisters, she starts to doubt some things. And in doing so, she basically breaks the rules of the contract that Venus and Cupid had set up. Mm -hmm. In order for Cupid to win, she had to follow all these rules and not look at him. But she looks at him. So now she goes over to Venus. Venus is allowed to can't kill her directly, but can set up trials for her. And if she fails the trials, bad things happen. Mm -hmm. So she has to do these three things that Venus asks of her. They're horrible. She gets broken and beaten down and like dies practically and then at the end naturally she gets saved and turned into a goddess and now she's eternal love with venus or with cupid and uh their child that they're about to have (laughs) so yay who i'm sorry i'm gonna skip to the very end and say (laughs) what kind of a name was that (laughs) <laughs> did you okay i think yes, this it, was an the, audible it, was this it, an audible yes, thing it was obviously some kind of error happened in the audio recording where i think she went through and read the name with the masculine because she kept saying the end was like os yeah and then every time that got read there was a like a sn- an immediate a cut, cut and then a re re-saying of that exact sentence with the feminine ending to the name okay and i can't remember the name because it was it was a ridiculous so name. crazy <laughs> i thought redensby was stupid sorry no this i didn't like this kid's name <laughs> no, this, kid, this, <laughs> this girl needed a better name and i don't know if the name is from the myth i don't know the myth right well enough to know if that's what they named her in the myth or not but that's what i thought happened so so basically Basically, for the last what ten minutes of the of the the audio book, every time the narrator read the name, she would read it. (laughs) She'd read a whole sentence and then cut. We'd get the whole sentence again with a feminized version of the name. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, when it first started. I was like, "What the fuck is what is happening here?" So I think, yeah. I just think what happened is okay. She read it all with the masculine was probably written for her. And then somebody went back and was like, no, we got to fix this. And then they just didn't quite fix it well enough. <laughs> they couldn't just like put it over. I mean, I, I would it. think I would. absolutely. Who wants to hire me to do that? Because I could fucking I, do that. I honestly feel like you just re-record the last like chapter of the book because it's not that <gasps> long. It was that? just really it was like a epilogue. It, it was just yeah. an epilogue. Like mm-hmm. that she gave birth and they had a baby and they loved the baby. Mm-hmm. That's all it was. <laughs> so that's not that long to yeah. re-record when you've already recorded a 12 hour book. Right. So, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, that's that's side. if you were listening. If if you read it, if you'll, you'll be fine. fine. You'll be fine. If you I'm assuming it. you'll be fine. If you yeah, read it. I don't know. 
So this story was pretty much a mix between a couple of fairy tales, like Beauty and the Beast, okay. Snow White, the real Little Mermaid, mm-hmm. um, with the sisters and the mm-hmm. the knife. Because she was then, if he was a beast, when she cheated and lit a fire to look at his face, um, she was supposed to kill him. Yeah. If he was a beast. Yeah. Or, I don't know. I guess they were banking him being a beast, so they were like, just kill him anyway. Yeah. So... And this is skipping towards, like, yeah, the middle. We, we can. But is, whatever. I mean, that was it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Quick yeah, yeah. It's over. Now we can talk about the book as a whole. Yeah. I mean, you're right. But you're also, it's interesting because all of those all have their touch points in this original. Like, this is so much older. Yeah. Like, yeah. this exact story is so much older than any of those fairy mm-hmm. tales. Mm-hmm. And those fairy tales get their ideas from these older myths that have existed for millennia. Yeah. You know, this is, this one, I thought when we looked it up, the oldest written version of this that they can find is like from 300 AD but they just know from like pictures and stuff that this story was older it was it could, could be older than that and that was in like the Roman version which is the word the names that we're using well it's a little bit confusing because Psyche isn't the Roman name anime is but they use Psyche because she was used more commonly even in the Roman even though she's the Greek name it would have been Psyche and Eros in the Greek world and anime and Cupid in the Roman world but for some reason it got real crossed and (laughs) that's why none of us can remember which god is Roman and which one's Greek. Which one's Greek. (laughs) Yeah. Because they mess them up a lot. (laughs) Yeah. I know everybody keeps telling they're like you named your son after a Roman god. I'm like no he wasn't Roman and he wasn't a god. No, no, you got it wrong. No. So yeah, it's it's it is the story <laughs> of Psyche and Cupid. I mean, okay, it's interesting because we don't know that. No, until, we don't. Like we start the book from Psyche's perspective and do not know anything about her husband until she looks at him. Did so, you? Which is over half the book. Did you know that he was Cupid? I did not know he was Cupid. I knew he was Leonides. You knew he was and a god. <laughs> Leonides. Whatever. Leo. <laughs> Leodes. Leodes. I kept I kept saying Leonides, whatever. Leodes. I knew He's he was Leodes. Sparta. He might as well be. He's Cupid. He could be. Um, no, he was Leodes. Yeah. She had met in the, the market, market. Mm-hmm. early in the story. I was like, obviously, this guy's Leodes. Because he kept yeah. telling her to remember Leodes. Yeah. Just I, was, I was like on board for that. I was like, obviously, I know who this is. <laughs> and then I knew he was going to be some god or demigod. I just didn't know who. Because I, I didn't. I didn't know Cupid and Psyche. Like, I know a little bit mythology, but that's not one of the main ones. Like, Zeus and and the swan and stuff like that. I know those old stories, but Mm -hmm. Psyche and Cupid wasn't one that I ever learned. Okay. So, I didn't didn't know know in advance. Because if I I knew it, yeah. yeah. I thought it was just like, oh, for sure. Because I I read it, like, a couple days before, or listened to it a couple days before you did. But I was like, as soon as she went to shoot the bow and arrow, his marks were perfect, Perfect. spot on. She's like, oh, great. Now he's perfect, like, at bowing and arrowing. Mm-hmm. That's not a thing. What is it? Yeah, the sure. Archery. archery. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. <laughs> you know, that thing. It's fine. That one with a word. I thought for sure you were going to be like, duh, he's Cupid. There's a couple of them that are like perfect archery. Mm. You know, okay. For all I knew, it could have been Jupiter. I mean, he's always coming down sleeping with mortal women. <laughs> causing trouble. <laughs> Damn Jupiter. But, but yeah. I should. I mean, yeah, should have known, but I didn't. That's I didn't okay. enjoy this Stockholm Syndrome story as much as I have in the other ones. Yeah, usually this is up your alley. Yeah. You like the people who get kidnapped and then fall in love <laughs> with their captors. <laughs> I would say this. I don't know why. I just didn't feel the love in this one. 
it was really tricky because we learned that. So he was set out to Cupid. Uh, what's his name? Cupid. Cupid. <laughs> I was like, yes. <laughs> Cupid. Cupid was sent out by his mother, Venus, to go and make sure that Psyche falls in love with the pig farmer. Yeah. So he was going to shoot her with an arrow so that she can, you know, smite her and make her embarrassed. He accidentally pricks himself in the leg with his own arrow and stares at and looks at Psyche. So for that moment, but even before then, he was sort of yeah. like oh, attracted no, he, to her. He fell in love like, with her before. Before, when that. they were talking, mm-hmm. that's why he hesitated with the pig farmer yeah. and ended up pricking himself instead of her because he was not wanting to do it. See, mm-hmm. I mean, in this book, they make it a lot more. She takes the story and what is really just parable in the story, turns it into more grays because the reason like a lot of these myths had like a story to tell, like a, a reason to tell. And a lot of like this one is Psyche was a like, you know, perfect, beautiful, virginal character who has, I don't actually really know the parable or why it, why it matters, but it has something to do with that. Like she ended up having sex with her husband because she had to. And then somehow her soul was tarnished. And so she went through the trials to re untarnish herself. I don't know. A lot of these are also written by men and there's some kind of weird moral about how this is all women's fault. <laughs> uh, that's how myths go. Um, <laughs> like in these stories, like the gods are not good people. No, like they're that's not. what's so interesting because it's not the same as like monotheistic religions that we have today. The Romans and the Greeks worshiped their gods, but they were under no delusion that they were right. like these perfect beings that behaved well. Right. They right. behaved badly. Yeah. Like Venus made her beautiful you know Mm -hmm. she she helped create this child because she allowed a infertile woman to have a child and then she gets pissed at how much people are worshiping her which i get but it's not her fault so she but she puts it all on psyche she's like this woman thinks she's so pretty and she's taking all of my treasure and she's taking all of you know my offerings and you need to punish her for it Mm -hmm. and cupid goes down and sees that that's not what's happening she's giving away all the offerings to the poor she assumes her mother and father are still making their tribute to the gods and she's very humble about the whole thing mm-hmm. i don't know so it's so yeah venus comes off poorly because you know she's she's crazy. bad shit crazy she doesn't one. she doesn't want her her son dating a human she, she doesn't like yeah. that either and he's in love with her and all this oh it's so many things it's so hard <laughs> i think part of my struggles with it it's not a bad book it's interesting and i do like to reread things like stories retold like old stories retold which is a lot of stuff you yeah. know they have these threads in them and this is interesting to get like obviously this is one of i would guess wendy's favorite myths and that's why she wanted to retell it and okay. like, give it this her spin on the whole thing i would have done a lot less of the I mean, obviously, because it's a romance book, she wanted to focus on the relationship and how they built that relationship despite all of these obstacles. Like, she's not allowed to touch him. She's not allowed to look Mm -hmm. at him. He's invisible. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, like, there's a lot of obstacles going on, right? He can't answer any of her questions about literally anything. Anything. And neither can the staff or anything like Mm -hmm. that. So how do you build a relationship with all of these obstacles in place? And so that's where a lot of the book focuses on. Unfortunately, it's not that entertaining for Mm -hmm. some reason. And I was a lot more interested when she had the trials to go through. And I was like, let's watch her do this Well, there's some action that's (laughs) happening there. Yeah, it's just not too much going on in the first half of the book. 
part of the deal was that within two weeks, three weeks, three a days, month, four months, uh, one month, they negotiated <laughs> it. She wanted it to be one week. He said two months. They ended up on one month. So where one had human to get month. her to get Say psyche that. to tell him that he that she loved him. Yes. In order for them to win this competition, for this curse to be broken or whatever it was. Oh, whatever. So naturally, he has to put the moves on her. But it's it's kind of hard when one you're married off to a beast. You at least well, you think you are. You've been told you've been that told he is a, a beast. serpent beast, and you can't see him. Nope. There's no really getting to know him. But also, he 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 he's already in love with her, so he wants to go in and mm-hmm. have this curse broken so that they can start, and hopefully she'll accept him and everything, and they can have this life together. How did you feel about? <laughs> How did you feel about yeah, how he yeah, approached yeah. It's very hard. the whole physical stuff? Well, that was touchy because, like, uh, like I said, like in the, the original myth, it's right. The, it, he, they don't he, joke around. I no. mean, it's just he takes, he takes like her. all the gods always just mm-hmm. take what they want, whatever. That when he did not do that in this book, like they had a lot of conversations. He would try and ask for things or push a little bit, and but whenever he, she said no, he, he did, did stop. stop. Mm-hmm. So there was that, which was good. And I don't know how she ended because the thing that didn't make sense to me, since we were focusing on that part of the story, was I didn't like Cupid's approach. Yeah, I didn't. Like, I thought I know you only have a month, and mm-hmm. that feels like not very long when you're an immortal god because mm-hmm. time doesn't matter, and now all of a sudden time matters, and it's like only a month. But he needed to like go away for a week, <laughs> just not be in her business for sure. a week. Let her Love like her. get comfortable with the situation, with the house, and mm-hmm. where things were, and then just start showing up little bits, little bits. Not like yeah. every night I'm going to watch you sleep. That's creepy as. <laughs> And I don't know that I'm ever going to get over that and be like, sure, come to bed. I'm going to be like, you creepio. So, I mean, I think he did some pieces, right? Like he tried to bring her things she wanted, like the animals and try to help her and like give her things. Like it took too long, I think, to let his um, household staff interact with her. She should have been able to play games with them before. But I guess, uh, you know, from her point of view, they can't talk. They can't have an open dialogue because they can't say anything about him. Right. No, there's other things you could talk about, I guess, but whatever. <laughs> it all revolves around him. So I, I just don't think he approached it very well. I also struggled with Psyche a lot. Yeah, I she could see that. had like committed to do what in her mind was the ultimate sacrifice to preserve her land and her people mm-hmm. and her and her family because mm-hmm. they were about to be blighted. The sun had stopped shining on their island. Their crops were dying. Shit was going south, and in order to end this she had to sacrifice and get married to a beast and as far as she was aware that was the end of it like Mm -hmm. that should you know so you've made this decision and then she gets so weird when she's there (laughs) about like she's very wishy-washy about things and like I don't know I don't know what I didn't like about her but (laughs) I didn't like it very much did you feel like she was submissive no I don't think she was uh, but but she wasn't But I would think that you would be a little bit more. You'd be like, look. I would be. (laughs) You also have committed to the sacrifice. Yes. So commit to the sacrifice. Right. Like that's a full sacrifice. Like so it was like I was like, what are you fighting? This is your life now. Don't fight it. Like I don't know. Well, uh, I mean the argument. 
it's hard because it's the life that others have chosen for you. But you, but Obviously. also she, she was like, yes, of course I will do this for my family. She knows that she's there for some really, really powerful beings that can yeah. do whatever She believes want. in the gods. Yes. The gods exist in mm-hmm. her world. She understands There this. are invisible trees walking around with her food. Like, shit is crazy. <laughs> the, crazy. The trees the, play games with yes. her and the waters talk to her. Mm-hmm. You're in a weird place. Like, why fight it? <laughs> I just feel like it prolongs everything. Like, why wouldn't yeah. you just be like, well, all right, I've committed. This is my sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Like, but she, I guess, I guess it's all about her soul and all this stuff. I don't know. Whatever. I had a little bit of a problem. <laughs> I also, because she's, you know, supposed to be like imp- perfectly beautiful, mm-hmm. which obviously she didn't ask for. None of that's it's all been. It's not her fault. It's not her fault. But she has zero flaws. Like, I, oh. I'm sorry. She has one flaw. She can't carry a tune. Oh, and but <laughs> of course she can't carry a tune in the cutest possible way, and everybody loves how adorable <laughs> it is when she tries to hum anyway. So she's very frustrating because mm, she's perfection. she doesn't have she doesn't have an ego about herself. Mm-hmm. She's humble. I I know the way I'm saying this <laughs> makes me sound literally <laughs> insane. But, <laughs> but, but like she cries when even like spiders get hurt i mean it's so over the top sure. it is like mm-hmm. oh for the love of god yeah no 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 i know what you have mean. some kind of like <laughs> self-interest that makes you it was it just felt like she was being played up to be too, too perfect, perfect of a human and like even mm-hmm. cupid couldn't come up with a thing that was mm-hmm. wrong with her you right. know yeah like he couldn't like his, his mother asked him and he said her flaw is she can't sing I just and it's annoying and then she just gets beaten down and you want to be like on her side but you're also just like well sorry (laughs) sucks to be you (laughs) so I totally understand her sister's like wild yeah her sisters are like fuck you um jealousy yeah. like especially Don's Don is like yeah. not on board like, with I'm, Psyche and I totally yeah. understand it it would be frustrating to have mm-hmm. this sister this sister would suck the and she's still like sister. even with her sacrifice ends up married to a goddamn god yeah. immortal and, and, immortal. and has a you know god yeah. for a child it's like mm-hmm. oh I'm so over you and <laughs> everything about you so this was one of those other books that were written with the woman on the top deflowering scene oh i know i thought about that the Did same thing about me yes because yes, we like, just talked about this in last episode and yeah. why is this happening to me because I, you don't want to see i don't want to see it i don't why is that an option it should not be an option i'm sorry i'm probably the only person that thinks that way but <laughs> i just don't feel like it's a very i think it really makes a lot of sense and i don't know why you hate i it don't so like much. it i it's she, and she's it's got def- the control, but she doesn't know what the fuck she's doing. She has no idea. That's okay. She doesn't need to do anything she right has- away. <laughs> Just slowly lower yourself till you're comfortable. I you couldn't. You you could. No. <laughs> I think you could. People do it. I'm pretty sure it, it happened. I'm sure it's been done. Oh no. <laughs> no, I just already. I can't. I can't deal with it. I think the hardest part for me is that she wasn't allowed to use her hands so he kept tying them up or like putting yeah. them out of like holding them away or using wind to tie to tie them yeah. out of the way so she didn't accidentally touch him because then the rules would have been broken and i think that would make it a lot harder yeah she she, she got to touch him with her f- feet she could <laughs> but yeah that's not the same as when you need to like use your hands sure. for support <laughs> yeah. and instead they're like 
mystic, in, the, in the air behind her back tied <laughs> by like non-existent wind <laughs> and you're like well okay i guess i can't <sighs> use my hands here I did think about you when I read that yeah. scene, or when I heard that scene. I was like, "Oh, Sales is going to hate that." Oh, I, I hated that. I, I did. I mean, I hated. I hate that type of a, a scene for virginity. Uh huh. No, no. I, yeah, I know. You it's know what not I mean? Always, you just hate. Yeah. When that's yeah. the first time. That's a great fucking position. Like, I'm not. No, you like talking shit about it at all. Just, <laughs> just that first. I guess for the very first move that you have to do shouldn't. I don't know. I just don't feel like that should be it. But all of the all of the sexual tension and all of the like sort of unwanted, not really unwanted, but unknowing flirting or anything like that between them mm-hmm. was written really well. Sure. Except for some of the times where he would like grab her, like he would grab her ankles and like hold her down. There was a lot of times where she obviously was powerless. But like you said, if she said oh. no, he was done. Yeah. That was it. It was awkward. But this, it, was, um, it, it just towed the line of, oh, I don't know if I'm comfortable with this. For it was so long. <laughs> Along the edge and dipped its finger every once in a while. And I was like, God damn it. Yeah. And I think that Wendy did a really good job of trying because like, you know, in the mist, they are not gentle. She did a great job. And so she definitely took what in an original version Mm -hmm. is way worse. Yes. (laughs) And she's like, I'm going to give this girl some agency. agency." Yeah, exactly. Over herself. Yes. And she does, but you still, I mean, it's still the of origin. Of course it makes you uncomfortable. Like, yeah. The, yeah. The origin story is still what it is. Exactly. And you can't get away from it. Yeah. And she's married to a person she can't see and doesn't know who it is and has to have sex with him. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Oh my God. I can't. I mean, they, when <laughs> they finally have sex, they do it in the dark. So to her, it's not like an absence of a person. Like it. Right. She can't see it anyway. She can't see anyway. Right. So it's not like not, it's not like specifically not seeing the person that's. Right on you but i just kept thinking about how (laughs) completely bonkers it would be to have sex with something you couldn't see (laughs) or touch (laughs) well but you could feel you could feel with the rest of your body you can't touch with your hands yeah but just to not be able to see that thing like that (laughs) that body and just to be having sex with i was like oh my god that's insane (laughs) (laughs) that's why it is i think it was like the third or fourth time when they finally got around to doggy style it's like this is where we should have started <laughs> <laughs> this makes sense because you're just looking forward anyway yeah exactly <laughs> and you can use your hands to hold on to the whatever yes, yes exactly like, why did it take us why this long to this get long? here <laughs> yeah no those scenes the, the sex scenes in it were really nice once it got to the yeah i mean it was always consensual but it was always a, like yeah she asked for it at the very exact, yeah, yeah she yeah. did yeah, so okay so, she so breaks- part of <laughs> this is so funny and random not really this might be exaggerating the state but part of my issues with relationships in the past have always been i just don't want to deal with a mother <laughs> that's always been a like niggling thing at the back of my mind because uh-huh. i just barely want to deal with my own family sorry mom <laughs> you know you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> like I just the idea of having to deal with a whole new family is just oh it kills me. Like uh, I don't want it at all. That's so funny. I've dated a lot of people who don't have families. <laughs> that might be You're an orphan I, gay, baby. Maybe sought that out and that's weird. But but so to have this story come up and this lady's mother in law be straight oh, insane. And I was like, fucked. see, this is what I was afraid of. <laughs> I was afraid my mother-in-law would be Venus and she would literally <laughs> send me to hell. <laughs> I bet some people are actually there. I think so. Yeah. I mean, that's just, I know it's generally like a 
what are those like a social construct (laughs) well no no just a a stereotype Uh, right yeah yeah but it i've known enough that are actually crazy to know that it's also real (laughs) yeah uh, for sure i've known it too i fortunately was not no no but i had the greatest mother-in-law and I still have a great father-in-law and yes, and a lot of in-laws do. and stuff. Yeah, it's lots not, of I'm people not do. This, but yeah, it's always been like, what if they're insane? I can't <laughs> handle it. Like, it's one thing to not like your own family and to be able to tell them, I don't want to deal with you. <laughs> but you can't tell someone else's family you don't want to deal with them. Mm, I mean, you can. Well, I couldn't. Yeah, <laughs> don't think it would go well, but mm, I would try. Mm, like, I just yeah. don't want to deal you with do you. You do, you man. <laughs> So. What did you think about Sadness and Sorrow? Oh, Jesus. The two worst characters ever written. Oh, jeez. That ri- was an intense scene where she was getting her ass kicked by these two. Yeah. I mean, it was very well written. Mm-hmm. And I was pissed. I was so, I was literally shaking. I was so mad. Oh, absolutely. That, I mean, I know that it's part of the story and everything yep. like yep. that. Yep, yep. I mean. Jesus. I think in the story, Venus actually hits her too. Okay. But, uh. I can't remember. I could be wrong. Yeah. So, but so yeah, like, and so she sicks her like two minions on mm-hmm. her, on her, and they they say that they're there to give her a makeover. Give her a makeover, which basically means chopping all her hair off. I mean, in they pieces. do. Yeah, and they try to make her ugly so that Cupid is no. Yeah, be more reluctant Venus to be in idiot, love with her. <laughs> she's a sadistic bitch. Ooh, she's I didn't even know Venus was that bad. They're all bad. All yeah. of these these gods. Yeah. they're not good people. But yeah. That was a hard scene to watch because, or to read, or listen to, or whatever. Or just because she's getting beat up pretty mm-hmm. badly, and she's pregnant at the time, which yeah, I was worried is. about. I yeah. was like, oh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> don't get, no, don't <laughs> but do But yeah, she's like, her face is broken and bruised, and they chop all her hair off, and, and she's bleeding. I did like when she was begging. After that, she's trying to get enough money to buy two cakes for Cerberus and then two coins for Chiron mm-hmm. so she can cross the river Styx and go get um, this bottle of beautiful essence essence from the other yeah, goddess. The, the, <laughs> the goddess that's friends with Venus. The <laughs> goddess of beauty. It's Persephone, but Persephone's the Greek one and I cannot remember for the life of me oh. The Roman name, because that's the one they kept using in the book, yeah. and I kept going, "Who the fuck are you talking about?" Yeah, you're right. And eventually, it I had sounded to look, like Persephone. It sounded like somebody who was saying Persephone wrong. Okay. <laughs> and Persephone. I went phone. Yeah, and I went and I looked it up, and I was like, "Oh no, that is the way to say it. It's because that's the Roman version oh. of Persephone." Okay. She's the one who got married off to Hades. Yes. So anyway, a Pluto in Roman world. God, everything's so confusing. <laughs> <laughs> so hard. But anyway, so she goes down to hell to not Persephone and <laughs> to get some of her beauty mm-hmm. and take back to Venus. Mm-hmm. And so she's begging for money. And this woman's like, man, somebody did a number on you. <laughs> Who was it? No <laughs> and she was like, my mother-in-law. And the lady like hands her all yep, this money. Yep, She's she like, oh girl, go get yourself some yep. revenge. Because everybody else was ignoring her. Yeah. I thought that was one of the best <laughs> little bits. Because I was like. She's like, oh, I get you. I get you. I got oh, you, here you go. Get, go get yourself. <laughs> go take care of yourself. This is yeah, not right. Yeah, that was pretty good. That was pretty She's good. She's like, oh no. So that's funny. Should we do our kiss and tell? I think so. Okay. I think we should do that. So it, it's a little bit similar to our... <laughs> we don't have a specific kiss and tell. 
Well, no. we do. Let we me... have a question, but it's not like a, anyway. I, why am I even trying to explain <laughs> it? We can just declare it to be whatever we want. We can do we whatever want. we want. We do what we want. So because Psyche couldn't see or touch her husband, who she was trying to fall in love with during this book, this is about intimacy and senses. Like, what's your most intimate sense? What do you like? Touch or sight or smell mm-hmm. or taste or sound? Um, what's most important to you? What do you think would be the hardest to lose and still have an intimate relationship with your partner? Okay. That's it. That, I nailed no, that's it. that's a good one. That's nailed a you nailed question. it. That been, that's a lot better than what I would have <laughs> stuttered on. So, you know what? For me, it depends on what we're doing. Uh-huh. Yeah. I prefer, I, uh, the one that I care less about out of anything is sight. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't need to see you. <laughs> Okay. No, I get it. <laughs> and I think next will probably come sound. Yeah. Because shh, shut up. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I don't need to hear you. Just uh-huh. be quiet. Let's just do this <laughs> and get it done with. But I definitely think feel mm-hmm. is an, it's the most important one. Mm-hmm. And I actually think that's really the only important one. I, I agree. I don't. It's 100%. Yeah. It's so calming to just like this is something I'm discovering recently Mm because we just moved in together and I've been until now I live by myself, sleep by myself, everything forever and ever. And now it's really nice to just be able to touch them, like just just put my hand on his shoulder or his arm next to me. Like it's very comforting. Just a little just that contact with a stop. What are you doing? You're being so weird. (laughs) Shut up. Well, now I'm not going to talk anymore. No, I'm not laughing. You are laughing. No, I'm not laughing. How can you say you're not laughing? Because I'm trying to hide my tears. No. No. I'm sorry. (laughs) This is just a side of you that I've never seen before, and I think it's very beautiful. I'm trying to laugh at it. No, keep going. I'm sorry. That's why I'm hiding behind this big mouth thing. Yeah, it's just, it's very comforting. And it's like, there's an instant calm and like, you Mm -hmm. feel that. And so like, touch is so important. So it would have been really hard as Psyche to not, like, yes, you can feel with the rest of her body, but to just to lose that hand contact of like, touching the person who you love and knowing that they're there for you. That they're there. You have to be able to to touch them in that. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that's I think that's really how you build into it. And I don't understand why she couldn't. Like, I totally get the rest of the rules because Venus was concerned that obviously any mortal woman's going to fall in love with Cupid. Yeah. He's gorgeous. He's a god. Mm -hmm. So she can't see him. He couldn't sound like himself. Mm -hmm. And he couldn't tell her about himself or who he was or say anything like that that would make her understand and, and fall in love with him. Yeah. So I get all of those hindrances. I don't understand why she wasn't allowed to touch him. I don't get that either. I, I have no idea because it wasn't eventually she was able to. Was it with her hand or with something where she did touch his face, but she didn't feel any Hit face to face. Oh, it was he put <laughs> he put his face on her face oh. and her neck because she was afraid he had horns. Oh, that's right. And so he was like rubbed his like a cat. Yeah. Rubbed his face along her face. That's how it was. They were they were facing each other. <laughs> so that she would know he didn't have horns. Okay. Or scales. She yeah. used her feet to feel his legs for scales. Yep. And so she found out he didn't have scales or hooves or like mm-hmm. cloven, you know, mm-hmm. like he wasn't half goped. And she, yeah, and then he used, he put his head on her face and neck. And that's how she felt. That's when she's like, this is not a monster. 
he yeah. had wings so i mean that did, was she did know about that different well yeah but yeah i mean she knew he wasn't human <laughs> yeah yeah but and so for taste for me mm-hmm. like that one doesn't matter either unless it's like a bj yeah then it does matter yeah and i'd want that to go right away <laughs> i could do That's without the taste first thing to fucking go away <laughs> I'll do that in the the daylight, <laughs> With and no you taste. can talk as much as you want. <laughs> Don't. I would take that away in that situation. Yeah, if, if I had to lose one mm-hmm. taste, it doesn't make any sense. Like, it doesn't. bye. <laughs> We're gone. Bye. I do. I mean, I understand. I totally agree with you. I don't like a lot of talking, but I think a little bit because you need to be communicative. So you know when you sign language in the dark, <laughs> I don't use sign language in the dark, and I think it's helpful. I mean have a little bit so i wouldn't want to be completely silent i think that would be hard to be really truly intimate with absolutely zero sound yeah yeah i mean yes (laughs) obviously you know the regular breathing and moaning and also like you and dan could probably do it now but you've been together for so many years that oh i tell him to shut up all the time (laughs) (laughs) i do i'm like stop you just know why you're here i don't need you no shut up (laughs) But in building intimacy, like this story from the very beginning, you definitely would need some sound. Mm -hmm. So you'd need conversation. You need sound. I think, yeah, sight isn't as important. But again, I go back to the idea that sleeping with an invisible person would be weird. Sure. (laughs) You're right. But I think taste would be the first one that you could lose without any real significant consequences. Scent could follow. Yeah. Probably it's fine. I'm not a romantic, so I don't need anything to smell like roses or nah. lavender or nah. burritos or something. I don't nah. know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. right. So, yeah. Cool. Well, that's fun. Yeah. Um, should we do our fun fuck fact? Yeah. Okay. So, for our fun fuck fact, we decided to do a quiz from the Play How Stuff Works website, and it's which ancient Roman god are you? And so we, we each took it. We'll put the post up on our um, social media when we post this episode so that you guys can take it too if you want. And now we're going to find out which one we both got. Yeah. Mm. Right, Do you think we got the same one okay. or different ones? Oh, ooh, that's a good question. Um, I think we got different ones. I hope so. It would be super boring if we got the same one. It would one. be super, super boring. <laughs> let's hope not. Well, let's, say it, let's say it after three. Okay. Together. Ready? One, two, three. Three. Juno. Mars. <laughs> <laughs> Good, we're not the same Yay. person. We did rock, paper, scissors the other day and got the exact oh, same thing. Twice in For, a row. Yeah, which, so we stopped. It just it wasn't working. <laughs> nope. <laughs> we're like, okay, never mind. New game. <laughs> <laughs> that was two out of three. And we both won. Yep. Okay, so for me, it says Juno, and it says, based on my answers, you are the queen of the gods, Juno. Represented by the flamboyant peacock, you were the one who would advise the king on how to proceed in certain situations, as well as support him in others, because you are a symbol of fertility. <laughs> oh, I didn't read that part. <laughs> <laughs> It is also your duty to care for the women of the Roman Empire. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess I am not the queen of fertility. That, well, that was not in my uh, my deck of cards. No, but but uh, I mean, you got there. It was if you put science with it. Yeah. So so you know. See. Yeah. I did not save all of mine. I <gasps> wrote it down in my notebook, which I don't have. <laughs> But mine was Mars. <laughs> but the piece that I remember, because I wrote it down, that I thought was interesting. Because at first I was like, I'm not a god of war. <laughs> That's horrible. 
But at the very end, they talked about Mars, unlike other gods of war, used his prowess in battle to produce peace, not okay. more war. Oh. At least that's what they said on the website. And I will live and die by websites. Nice. So, <laughs> so I thought that was kind of that more likely to be accurate, I yeah. guess. I could bring well, peace through my beating of heads. That. Yeah, because you just tell everybody to <laughs> knock it off. Shut, Shut the up. fuck up. You're all being stupid. You're all being dumb. Do this instead. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah. yeah, so I got Mars and you got Juno. That's Ooh. cool. Yeah, I'm glad it wasn't the same person. Oh, I know. That would have been weird. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. So guys, if you're interested, that's uh, it's on the How Stuff Works and then their play site. If you guys don't know, you should totally be listening to How Stuff Works and reading that website because it's fascinating. <laughs> you learn all about information, like all this good stuff about things. But then they have quizzes on one of their subsidiary sites or whatever and this was yeah. one of them and it was fun yeah i liked that one so that was the end of that you want to rate this book yeah let's do this oh wait i know what we should talk about because we talk haven't about something <laughs> we need to talk about the narrator oh brady 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 we need to talk about brady because it's the Lies. first time in any of our books that we've had what i'm guessing is a native australian yes her accent wasn't it is not us. <laughs> it is not us. It wasn't Europe. Nope. <laughs> yeah. But then also it wasn't like an American doing an accent for a character. And I should have looked this up because I didn't look up Bridie to see if I'm right. But she has to be Australian. If she's not, I don't understand the book at all I don't. Um, I get very good. I'm very good. I don't know how to spell her first name. Yeah. There are lots of words in there. Because at first I was like, I wonder what part of England she is from. Because I thought at first that's what it was. But then I was like, no, that's not right. It doesn't sound like that at all. There, Her inflections and her words and stuff are completely different. I liked her. I did too. I just, it was really interesting yeah. and different because narrator. Yep, she's a narrator. It doesn't say. Huh. Sorry, I tried to look it up real fast. See if I could find out. Nope, I don't have. I'm going with, I'm going to just stick with my guts and say... <laughs> Australian. Because <laughs> that's what I thought the whole time I was listening to it. So I'm going to stick with it. That actually is why I ended up looking up their Persephone versus Persephone thing. Because I was like, I wonder if this is just how Australians say Persephone. And it turns out, no, that's not how. Because there really is a different name, a goddess with that name that she was saying. But yeah, it was interesting. It made it, I don't know. I think. I liked her. I think she's a good narrator. She had good voices. I think because I'm just so used to American and this was a book set in ancient Greece, I just, the whole thing felt confused to me. Yeah. It's like ancient Greece, but they sound like modern day Australians. <laughs> and I was, or ancient Rome, actually, not Greece. Ancient Rome. And they sounded like modern day Australians. I and I was just that. like. It was different. Yeah. In that context. So, yeah. But yeah. Maybe with a more modern book, I wouldn't have. It wouldn't have stuck out as much as it did with this one. Yeah, probably. But this is a one-off. This is a standalone book, just the story. So mm -hmm. we didn't have any characters we have to, like, figure out and follow where they're going to go. Yeah. So this yeah. just kind of self-contained story of mm -hmm. Cupid and Persephone. Nope. Yeah. Cupid and Psyche. <laughs> and Venus gets to meet his, her granddaughter, which Cupid didn't want. but She does okay, I guess. Yeah. Psyche lets her. Yeah, you can't hold a grudge forever. You're immortal. What good would it be? What good would it Hold do? Hold it for a couple millennia. <laughs> Why bother? <laughs> All right. So we got to rate it. I <laughs> I think it was hard. It just didn't hold my interest. I really think it's a solid six. It's interesting. It's I think maybe if I 
was more into Greek mythology and like knew it more, I would have it would have been interesting to read this take on that myth. I didn't know the myth beforehand, so I was left kind of flailing around with it until all of a sudden midway through the book where they were like, Oh, it's Cupid and then I was like, Oh shit, I know this. Yeah. <laughs> like, all right, I get it now. So it wasn't, it just didn't hold my interest as much as I really wish Mm -hmm. it would have. But it isn't bad. It wasn't like, and I really did like, it picks up at the end. Like definitely the whole trials period is really interesting. Mm -hmm. And like she's so resilient. Like I started to like Psyche a lot more towards that part because instead of just being like somebody who didn't have their own anything. Yeah. (laughs) She really, she... In the myth, Psyche keeps trying to kill herself in these trials and ends up not doing so because things save her. Again, she doesn't have really any of her own self. The old myth doesn't allow Psyche really a personhood. She's just like a thing to be played around with by either gods or other humans. Well, Wendy doesn't do that. So Psyche doesn't try to kill herself in any of these trials that she's going through. She tries to do them. She wants to accomplish them. She gets help from different entities, a river, ants, and, you know, things help her out because she asks for it. Because she has that good, pure soul and asks for help Mm -hmm. when she needs to, which is interesting. And she perseveres through a lot. And she really is a lot more of an interesting character towards that end piece. Yeah. And the front half is just so hard to write that today in today's climate and not have it come off is still being like what is happening (laughs) (laughs) yeah so i do you know applaud wendy for trying and she did put you know a really good spin on it and like walked that line very carefully so i'd say it's a good six this book's a nice solid six okay so i think the writing in this book was good i'm interested to read other works of wendy's i wasn't too interested in this story and then when you sent me (laughs) the article about psyche and cupid i was like oh okay so i mean that opened it up a little bit more and the sex is fun yeah once once they start having sex it's really fun sex yeah the sex is fun sex could be the seven book overall i can give a six I'll give it a six, too. Okay. She is, she is Australian. I figured it out. Oh, look at you. I just really wanted to make sure I was right before I made you <laughs> cut all of this out. <laughs> nice. Well, you, yeah, you pinned it. Awesome. So for our next book, I'm fucking super, super stoked about this you one. are. You better be. So we're going to be reading the second book of my most favorite series in the whole wide world. Not true. Just for paranormal. It's going to be Forbidden Bonds by Lexi C. Foss. Yep. And this is the second book of the Immortal I don't know. <laughs> don't look at me. I should know. You should. You read them all. I read them all. This is my I have it. So this will be interesting because this is the first book we're doing where you've already read it. Yes. And you're rereading it and yes. I have it. Yes. We've done a couple where I've reread mm-hmm. books that you haven't. Yes, absolutely. And I well, I am going to reread this book, but by reread I'm gonna actually listen, listen to, to it, it for the first time. Because the first time I read it, she hadn't at this point had these narrated yet. It's, so uh Joel Frumpkin. Yes. Is the mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's the Immortal Curse series what I was trying to get at and I couldn't remember. Yes. Um, so I fucking loved the first book with Isaac and Stas. And now this one's going to be so good. Oh, th- and this one's my favorite one out of all of the seven books I've read. I think it's seven. <laughs> now I forget everything. This one was my favorite. Okay. Cool. You're going to know exactly why. Of course. I already know you already how this know one why. starts. Because yeah. the first like three <laughs> chapters were at the end of the first Oh, book. yeah, that's right. <laughs> you did get that. Yeah. You got that. I didn't get that on my book book. You got that on the e-reader. On the e-reader. Yeah. Yes. 
Mm-hmm. Yes. Cool. All right. So yeah, join us next time for Forbidden Bonds by Lexi C. Foss. All right, guys. Well, thanks for joining us. In the meantime, please reach out to us on all social media. We are Shh Dirty Books on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Don't reach out to us on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> or you can email us at shdirtybooks at gmail.com. And all of those are shh with three H's. Yep, and you can visit our website at dirtybooks.com and find us on any podcast platform. And if you can, just jump on iTunes real quick and give us a quick rating and uh, subscribe and a review and all yeah. of that fun stuff. Review, That'd be really review. Great. That'd be super cool. That'd be super fun for us. And um, I mean, we'd love if you guys reach out and let us know what book you wanted us to read. So that you can yeah, read, give us a suggestion. Read along and... Who knows? We might call you and then have you on the on the show. Oh my god, that'd be creepy and weird. You're asking too much of us. <laughs> 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 Stop talking, Sayla. <laughs> Stop All right. it. Well, thanks. This is Kalina <laughs> and this is Sayla. <laughs> bye bye. Bye. Yeah, you've been listening to Shh, reading dirty books with Kalina and Saylet. Be sure to tune into the next episode. With some more of your dirty books read to you and if you're listening on a format that allows you to give a rating please do that for them we'd like to thank Jim Townsend for that sexy and wonderful introduction